welcome to the Joyfulness Broadcast. I hope you haven't been enjoying my practical episode series. I want to make another one, and this one is addressing the fact that all your troubles that you are currently uh, experiencing in mind, so we could say it's the thought patterns and the perceptions and the things that seem like problems, honestly seem like problems and big deal things um, to you, they will all pass. That's just a fact. That's a fact of life. (laughs) And it's good to just sink into that, you know. It's good to sink into that because when you get caught up in it, it's very easy to forget that. And actually, the more you get caught up in it, the more you feed it energy, the more you feed it attention. So a great thing to uh, notice, just notice this in your life, is that whatever you give attention to grows. So if you give it, keep giving attention to these recurring patterns, so recurring patterns is just a broad statement, a broad way, to, way we can encompass any problem or worry or anything that's recurring, is if it's a recurring pattern, whether it be a behavioral pattern, a thought pattern, an attitudinal pattern, like a way of treating people pattern, a self-talk pattern, whatever you might want to, uh, throw throw under that umbrella of the general terminology. <coughs> As you keep feeding these recurring patterns, they um they keep gaining energy. They keep uh, you feed them energy, then they grow. Now this is a challenge because what happens is. As they grow, they start to accumulate more energy, and it's kind of like a snowball effect. So it starts off as a little small thing, maybe, but then you keep giving it energy, you keep giving it energy, um, and it keeps growing, it keeps growing. And the way you keep giving energy is actually through trying to figure stuff out, trying to figure it out, or wallowing in it, or uh, replaying the stories in your head, whatever that is. Uh, participating, actively engaging in it. So a way to stop doing that, because if you, like assuming that you want to stop doing that, because you may may very well not want to, um, and that's fine, but assuming that you do want to stop doing that and come to joy and peace. um, So the first thing to recognize is that you're not a victim here. Um, It is actually entertaining you. There's the grim satisfaction there's the entertainment of it. That's why you keep going back into it. It's not you're not a victim here, even though it seems that way. You might seem that way, but it's not that way, because the truth is that we have free will. We only choose what we want. So whatever a great presumption you can make is, whatever you are experiencing, um, innerly or outwardly, you are on one level or another responsible for it. That's true, uh, and you you have chosen it. You have chosen it. It hasn't just... There's something within you, a desire, something that pulled it up, and that's why you're experiencing it. And there's something you're getting out of it, because if you weren't getting anything out of it, you wouldn't keep going back to it. So you are getting something out of it. You know, the thing I use is, if we're holding, like, a steaming, piping hot, uh, like, uh, one of those... You know, when I was a kid, I picked up... <laughs> was just a little silly kid. <laughs> uh, from the fire, my brother can... Uh, he was with me, so he can, if he's listening, he can re- 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 uh, support this story. <laughs> um, I was uh, in the, with with my brother and his friend, and they were studying. I was maybe like under 10 or something like that. And uh, there was a little, there was a metal 
piece of metal in the fire. So this is probably where this is coming from. There was a piece of metal in the fire, and I don't know, I, th I was in like a Superman phase. I thought I was like invincible. Um, <laughs> so I picked up this <laughs> uh, this uh, metal piece of metal and burnt my hands really badly. Burnt my hands really, really, really badly. <laughs> uh, but the point of that is, as soon as I picked it up, I felt the burn and straight away I put it down. You know, I wasn't getting anything out of it. Unless you're some sort of sadist um, and you enjoy the the burning of flesh, <laughs> uh, you know you don't get anything out of it. And and since I wasn't getting anything out of it, I straight away dropped it. And you know it's the same thing that goes for anything. If we don't get anything out of it, we drop it straight away. Um, so if if something's recurring, it's because there's something to it that we are enjoying on one level or another, that we are getting satisfaction out of, that we are being entertained by. Um, and if we weren't, then it wouldn't be there, and that's how we know we are. So that's a great, great way to look at it. So applying this to the recurring stories, what you can notice is, like I noticed this just in bed um, during meditation, when uh, these, you know, something was coming up out of nowhere, it came up, it's like a past memory or something, or a past perception of a past memory just appeared. And what I noticed was, I'm like, ah, uh, I'm not being a victim of... Um, of thoughts here that's not what's happening what's happening is i'm actually enjoying the i'm being entertained by it the, re the way i recognize that is i saw that i was smiling i was smirking <laughs> i was smirking at this thought it was coming up it was came out of nowhere it was totally irrelevant it had nothing to do with anything came up and part of me was like i don't want it there but then another part of me was like well i do i like this entertainment so that was a cool thing to catch you know, and then the next thing is not to guilt about it, not to worry about it. I mean, that's just how it is. You don't, you don't have to comment about it. You can just, what you do is you begin to notice it. And as you just noticing a thing begins to diminish it. So if you just become the non-judgmental uh, witness, the observer, then what happens is what's called the observer effect. We could call it that just by observing something, it begins to diminish. So just by observing these recurring thoughts, so I, I want to make it into I want to make it practically applicable to the stories because that's a common one that people face. So let's say there's some recurring uh, thought form recurring in in the mind, and normally what's happening is you participate in it. You participate in the thought form. You <laughs> give it. You contribute to the story. You're like, yeah, but what what about this? Or well, I haven't considered this. Or the classic one, what if this happens? Um, just a recognition that what-ifs have absolutely no reality and are totally, totally vain. It's totally coming out of intellectual vanity. What-ifs have no reality. They don't have reality. Every hypothetical is just a hypothetical, and it's a trap. It's a, it's a, it's a trap, actually. It's an intellectual trap to go into to try to answer a hypothetical question because there is no answer to a hypothetical question because a hypothetical question doesn't exist. It's a hypothetical, so it has no reality. Anyway, that's just something to um, to be aware of. But whereas before you kept participating in these uh, thoughts and then maybe you felt really uh, kicked yourself about and felt guilty or whatever, whatever it is, um, now you can start to just uh, step back, step back from participating in it and just notice stuff. So literally just notice things. Don't do anything about it. Don't try to change it. You don't have to change it. Everything changes automatically, which is the whole point of this. <laughs> if you stop trying to change everything, 
uh, because trying to change everything, it's the paradox, is actually resisting it. When you try to change it, you're resisting it and you're actually holding it in place. The way to change something is not to directly change it, but to let go of trying to change it. Because when that resistance to what's happening is dropped, then automatically stuff changes of its own. Because if we go back to that fundamental point that if something arises, then by its nature, it must go away. So that's how you get things to change is not by changing them, by actually accepting them as they are, letting go. And another addition, another way to think about that, I hope this is all making sense, is to be playful with it. Just be playful with yourself, be gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself and be playful with it. Be like, yeah, I am enjoying this, you know, like kind of step back slowly, have some fun with it. Because when you're having fun, you're coming from a much more powerful place than if you uh, take everything really seriously. But when you're having fun, you can be really easy on yourself. You can laugh at yourself and it's a lot easier to be the observer. And you're much closer to the observer, to the non-attached loving observer, loving witness, kind witness, when you are having fun and enjoying yourself. So with the stories, back to practicality. Rather than participating in them, rather than taking them so seriously, you can just kind of recognize that, you know, this is just a story. And really, it's a hypothetical. It has no reality. It's a hypothesis. It's an imagination. It doesn't have reality. I mean, recognize this. If those comments stopped, if those thoughts stopped, what would happen? Everything would continue as it is. There'd just be silence, exquisite silence. (laughs) Uh, wonderful silence, but everything would continue as it is. You'd, you'd forget about it and it wouldn't be there anymore, which tells you that it was never there in the first place. It was always just imagination. If you forget about something and it's not there anymore, it doesn't mean it means it never was there. It never was. It was just, it was there when you believed it was, it was there in imagination, in the realm of imagination projected out onto the world. So you can just recognize these things and it begins to diminish the um, the effect. It helps you stop being run by them and it helps you to start to detach from them. And as you detach from engaging, so I just want to make it clear that that's what all you have to do is to, you have been participating in the past, now you just withdraw from participation. Just withdraw from participation. It might happen progressively, slowly, it might happen spontaneously in a flash, like like that, bam, you've withdrawn completely from participating in thoughts. So that means they're going on in the background, you're just watching them, and it's fine either way. That's how you know you've withdrawn. You're like, it's fine either way, and it's kind of in the background, as like background noise. And then eventually it starts to dis- diminish, 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 and I presume disappear. <laughs> I say I presume because for me, my thoughts... Uh, the thoughts, the thoughts. See, it's a habit. You've got to, you've got to just be watchful of it. The, for me, the thoughts haven't totally disappeared, so I can't experientially say, um, but I can have say, I can can say that with hope, um, and with faith and with trust in my teacher, who tells me it is so, and yes, I trust my teacher absolutely. But that's another thing. Anyway, so back to practicality. Practicality practicality just stop engaging with the thoughts and what was this about that's right what comes goes and as you stop participating in them you'll start to see that 
these things have their own momentum and their own energy, right? They coming out of nowhere. You think you're you're pulling. I mean, part of you is pulling it up, but it's coming out of nowhere. It's not even coming from you, right? A thought comes up. Where did it come from? You're walking. You're walking. You're walking. I want a banana. Where did that thought come from? <laughs> Where did that thought? It came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. So these thoughts come out of nowhere. They come out of nowhere. And and they have nothing to do with you. Ain't got nothing to do with you. So there's no point kicking yourself about for having for for these things that have nothing to do with you. They don't have anything to do with you. You don't have to be so vain. <laughs> they don't have anything to do with you. So the way I see it, you don't really have to control your thoughts. You just have to let go trying to change them and trying to do stuff about them. And then naturally, as you do that, then they'll pass on their own. And something else you can do to uh, diminish the amount of thoughts in your field of awareness is to release the feelings behind the thoughts. Because in the previous podcast episode, we talked about how you only have to handle, no, not the previous one, but the one before the previous one about the emotional release, episode 17, how all you have to do is handle the energy behind the thoughts because it's not the thoughts, the thoughts don't mean anything, it's how you feel about it. It's the thoughts are just reflecting back to you, the feeling state, and you're getting entrapped by it. So you don't have to worry about thoughts, your thoughts aren't the problem, the problem is the feeling, the feeling which is generating the thoughts right? Like if you're hungry, if you're feeling hungry, suddenly you get thoughts about food. But if you're not feeling hungry, there's no thoughts about food. <laughs> Same thing with fear. If you're if you're afraid, you'll get thoughts about fear. But if there's no fear, there's no thoughts about fear to deal with. There's no fearful thoughts. So a way you can diminish the amount of thoughts, the amount of stories going on, um, anxieties, worries, is by going to the energy itself don't even worry about the thoughts just go to the energy and use that technique that i talked about in the podcast uh in in episode 17 use that technique of letting go of surrendering remember you can read letting go path of surrender is the book i recommend to learn it um use that technique to diminish the energy behind the thoughts to release it so that the thoughts no longer press down upon you and you don't have to deal with them anymore because they're not there anymore because the energy behind them is gone. So that's another way, another helpful practical thing that you can do uh, to help relieve, release permanently. Let's just remember this is a permanent release of anxious energy. Once it's gone, it's gone and you don't have to deal with that stack anymore. And these things come in stack and it does take uh, commitment and dedication. But I mean, that's just what it takes. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. But you can do it. It is available to you if you want to. It's the important thing to recognize. Anyway, so just to finish summaring up here, you're not a victim of your thoughts. You don't have to worry because all these worries are transitories. All these problems are transitories. They're not even yours to begin with. They're just coming out of an energy, an energy that you're holding within yourself and if you release it, those worries and those problems disappear. And that's how you can experience for yourself that what comes goes is by releasing the energy. Uh, and just to t- tackle this from another point, there's no point thinking about things. You don't have to think. You can totally forego the mind. Highly recommended. Just skip the mind. 
uh, thinking of things, like figuring things out, trying to see where they came from. Sometimes that's helpful, but most of the time, all you need is to just release the energy behind it. Just release the energy. It takes a lot less work. It's a lot easier. And you can go lifetime trying to figure things out that you could release with a very minimal energy in, um, investment. So it's very good to just hear this is possible for you. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Now, let's tie this back into hope, which is this theme for my new newsletter. By the way, I'm just going to plug this. I hope you don't mind. Haha, <laughs> hope. Uh, is my on my website. If you go to nickshibanov.com, type in my name.com at the end. On the interweb, you'll see my digital self on the interwebs. And there'll be a pop-up. There should be a pop-up. And it'll be to my new newsletter, Joyful Broadcast, and I, I in which I send one, one week, once a week, an email into your newsletter about some something to do with joy that will cultivate your joy that will help you transcend the inner the obstacles to being your most joyful happy self and this week's theme is hope so you can go to my website and sign up for that if you'd like that um but this week's theme is hope and something that i said in the newsletter is that to me hope is the recognition of truth hope is a recognition of the truth that you don't know that I don't know, that we don't know. We don't know what the future holds. Therefore, it is presumptuous of us to have despair about the future. Uh, it is presumptuous of us to to judge what's going to happen in the future, to worry about it, because the truth is that we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So we can have the hope. There's always room for the miraculous, in my own experience. There's always room for the miraculous. Always, always, always. And the way I see it is, you want to make as much room for it as possible within you. Because the more room within yourself you make, that is, the more you clear out all the stuff that isn't hopeful, all the stuff that blocks joy, all the stuff that blocks um, blocks the miraculous. If you stop that, if you let, let that go, sorry, then you make more space within yourself. You make more space within yourself to for the miraculous and there's always room for the miraculous always 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 it's just that you can give yourself more room for it more room for it so yeah the way i see it, hope is pretty it's a optimistic it's also realistic you know it's a realistic presumption it's the presumption that yes there is hope because i don't know i don't know although i see things right now the way i see things even if it's in a really dark place. Um, I don't know if things will continue that way. So there's always hope. There's always a glimmer of hope that something will change in some miraculous way that I don't understand. So just because you don't understand something doesn't mean there's not hope. Actually, because you don't understand it is the very reason there is hope. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a, it's a great one. That's just a little bit of humility for you. But yeah. So this week's theme is hope, and I'm just trying to think, you know, because these are, people say these are stressful times, and I know these are strange times for everyone, for, for people, I'm not going to say everyone, right, because everyone says strange times for everyone, these are not strange times for everyone, <laughs> I, I know from my 
speaking for myself, this is just like another day. Um, and these aren't stressful times, by the way, but that's a whole other thing. Maybe I'll make a future podcast episode on that. Because the thing about when people say these are stressful times is that that's that's not true because not, there aren't there isn't such thing as stressful times and hopefully you'll you can see that now from our previous episodes because the times aren't anything <laughs> the times everything right now is just the way it is full stop to say that it's a stressful time is a projection of your own inner state it just so happens that the majority of humanity has a lot of stress within them and so they project that onto the world, presuming that everyone else sees things that way, but they don't. I don't see things that way. I know of people, friends who don't see things that way either. So these aren't stressful times. These are just times, full stop. <laughs> full stop. <laughs> they're full times. They're wonderful times. For me, they're wonderful times. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. Beautiful. Yeah. So, there's always room for hope. Don't be, don't be, don't be intellectually vain. <laughs> you can be if you want, but it's a bit boring it, it, to say that there's no hope is an intellectual vanity. Of course, there's hope. You don't know the future. Just want to drill that through. This has been a short episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know it was a bit pausey towards the end, but I hope you bared through that. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to stay updated with the podcast episodes, go to joyfulness broadcast on facebook or go to nick shimanov on instagram although facebook is the best place or you can follow it on spotify joyfulness broadcast follow it on spotify to get noticed when a new episode drops and that's about it my next episode will be a guest uh it's a very exciting one it's going to be about joyful parenting it's going to be talking about a different way to parent she is a like parenting coach in from the kind of we could call it the conscious parenting movement and i've had a lot of interest in that a lot of questions and she helped me uh, she shared her experiences and they were very beautiful and i'm really excited to share that with people particularly anyone interested in like having kids or who does have kids so that you see that there's a lot of belief systems about parenting that aren't actually true and that um they don't they really don't help kids at all they don't help kids. <laughs> they they crush the spirit. No one wants it, but that's what happens. So everyone has the high. I like I my view is that everyone has the highest intention of for when they raise their kids. But highest intentions don't mean jack. <laughs> don't mean anything unless they're aligned with a right understanding and the truth. If right if if a high intention is aligned with the falsehood and illusions and beliefs that aren't true, and that lead to the contrary to what is believed, then um. Well, then then you might have high intentions, but the outcome for the child is, isn't optimal. So that that's the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this little 20 minute one and I'll see you. Thank you for taking time to listen to this video, not video episode. I'll see you in the next one.